0: It's just, I don't know what, so what, 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 what happens tomorrow.
1: What happens tomorrow?
0: If I was the board, you sack him, but they're not going to do that. We obviously established that, right? That they're not going to do that. If I was the board, we're, what eight points behind Chelsea, what is it seven behind? Liverpool? Yeah, eight,
1: eight, eight, seven, six, six. So yeah, you're out of the title race today. Today, out of the title race. No, we're
0: out. We've been out. Yeah, yeah, like, out since, of
1: the title race today. And yeah, eight
0: What's happening people? Welcome back to another episode of Red Divided, myself
1: Tommy. Yo. You got myself, you got myself ham. Um, there's no aka this week, <laughs> no, it's no aka. I got a song though. Remember that song? I got five on it. Uh, 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 uh. I got five on it, and we're joined by our mate. I can't even say my mate, our mate now, Andrew LFC. Introduce yourself, boy. <laughs> oh, should I say reintroduce yourself? Some people have heard you already on our pod.
2: Well, yeah. I don't think I could have put it better than you just did it yourself, Ham. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted to be back uh, on the day of all days. I could have picked a better day. So yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, yeah, good to see you all.
1: Andrew, uh, I want you to put in a five star performance on this
2: episode, okay? Uh, the, the team has set the bar today. So I, yeah. I can follow. The bar's high. Don't let me down. We'll see what we can do. Oh
1: man! Oh, I'm just a fly on the wall here, so I'm just here. So you guys, um, yeah, whenever you're ready, just um, let's Wait, de- let's start decipher do we, this game. Yeah,
0: dude. Do you want to just like, what do you, what was your thoughts on the game before we start talking?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, when the lineups come in, I was watching the the, the Spurs uh, were stand before them. The lineups come in, I was a bit surprised when I saw our starting lineup. You know, no Fabinho. Found out he had a slight injury after, but then and then he stuck with um, the same midfield that we had versus Atletico in midfield um, in the Champions League, and we struggled a bit. So that was a bit surprising, and then obviously Kanate coming in at the back, where VVD uh, Van Dijk and Matip have been, you know, they've been pretty much starting most games uh, for us this season. So that was a bit surprised to see Konate coming for such a big game as well. was a big game, yeah, at, yeah, out of the blue. So that was a, made me a, a little bit nervous. I can't lie. After that, I saw the United lineup come up, and I would just—I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe that he went with the same team that started versus Atalanta after how you struggled in that game, and you know you only came into the game after you made changes. So when I saw that, my sort of confidence came back straight away because I was just like, "Wow, what, what is he doing?" sort of thing. But um, saying that, you know, the, the, the game. The way you started, you actually had a good chance within the th- just before we scored, actually. Bruno put one over the bar. So, I thought, oh, here we go. It's that sort of typical Liverpool start at Old Trafford, starting a bit nervous. But then we got the goal straight after and, yeah, we sort of things calmed down and really t- really took control from there. So, yeah, it was just pleasing to see us really go start a game well at Old Trafford, which is something that we traditionally struggle with. We we make it hard work for ourselves from the get-go. So, yeah, that was really pleasing to see how we, how we played. Initially getting the early goal, calming the nerves, and getting the second one after twelve minutes. And from here, you're thinking, boy, this could be the day that we've been dreaming about, <laughs> you know. Um, and <laughs> and it turned out to be even better than you know it could have been in, in my wildest dreams. So yeah, and no, I'm really really pleased with that start. Cool. But um, yeah, no, just and obviously just going off from there, like yeah, it was just. It was a strange first half because I think it was one of those games we were kind of keeping you in it just from our own errors, if that makes sense. If that makes sense. We were you know, we were still giving away the ball a little bit sloppily in, in, in central midfield. But then what was really pleasing is that every time we made the mistake, we sort of rectified it straight away. Our counter pressing was excellent. We were winning it high up the pitch, um, you know, in dangerous areas, putting us straight on goal and we were really clinical today as well, just just, you know, taking the chances when when they came. So, it was just, yeah, that was really pleasing to see. And it just really punishing how poor United were. Um, but, yeah, I, I just didn't understand the approach from from Man United at all today. Um, you know, the, I think I had a feeling, I said, to, I was watching the game with my brother and I said before the game, I know what United are going to do. They're going to come out flying and try and press us all over the pitch because the media have been panning them for, you know, they'll work hard as a team. Yeah, they'll and, work and, hard yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought, watch, they're going to come and they're going to come out all guns blazing and they're going to be chasing everyone down. But, As you might see in the analysis of Sky, you you know, Ole doesn't know how to set up a team. They they don't don't press like a team. Yeah, exactly. So, it was kind of like, you know, you see Bruno chasing down the key part. Then someone else will come, you know, 10 seconds later. And we just picked holes around this, you know, this attempted press. And it was just, we were just scoring at will. Like I said, coming into halftime, 4-0. It was just game over from there. In the second half, basically, we killed it. What... Got the first goal straight after uh, half time, and after that, it was, just, it was just a training game. And to see that at Old Trafford, you know, with are just you know pit, um, pinging the ball around. You know, Texas, half an hour uh, to go. Yeah, man, it was it was unbelievable. You would you, something you'd thought you'd never ever see. So yeah, just as happy as you can be with a with a Liverpool performance, and yeah, really, really well done from the from the boys. And but yeah, if you're a Man United fan, definitely um, you'd be. Yeah, where where do you go from here? <laughs> Good, good question. Luckily, we have two United fans on the pod.
0: <laughs> Where did we go from here? Like, it's just in, obviously in terms of the game, it's hard for me to um, to even dissect the game because it was a hard watch. I was, to be honest with you, it was one of those when you you try and close your eyes, hoping the scoreline would change as soon as you open it back. <laughs> 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 I was trying my best not to watch the game, but obviously, I knew I was going to come with a pod, so. I'd end up watching the rest of the match because I, I think I wanted to turn it off after two 0 because it was done because as you said um we went out with the same lineup as um as midweek and and it wasn't as if they were set with like different instructions they're playing exactly the same the same old united what should i say Ollie's way running around like likeless chickens and um fake a tempo of like pressing from the front and then defensive and defense Always making errors as per usual. So it was just, it started off like, yeah, we started off with that chance. And ever since then, and as you said, it wasn't as if like Liverpool were playing out of their skin. I didn't think this was Liverpool's best game, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um,
0: but we just p- pretty much made it easy for Liverpool. And one thing we've discussed on the Pod for over the last few weeks is the fact that, well, since the beginning of the season, that teams tend to generate a lot of chances against us. And it's not surprising that you're seeing Leicester score four. Um, Liverpool scoring five because we haven't changed the way we play. So the only difference is you got better quality that are going to like punish you and are going to finish off all these chances that the, um, that the Wolves are missing, that um, Atlanta or whatever like teams that we played. So if you have the likes of Salah, especially the form he's in, like he must be licking his lips to be honest with you, oh. thinking like what like Luke Shaw, Maguire, all of to be, to be fair, all of them like Wamba um, Saka. They just didn't have a clue. So it just like and it just boils down to one thing that like, do you guys not work on anything on training? Like do you not work on anything? And I was a bit skeptical about him coming up with this lineup because last week before we left I thought what is best for him is to go five at the back. Try something else because the team as you've thrown the team out week after week to do the same thing and nothing has changed. And you got a big game. you got the Liverpool are coming with like the best player in the world that can't just stop scoring. You can't stop scoring. And you're still going out as if you're playing like Norwich or, or as if you're playing Atlanta. And then Scholes, and I think I spoke to Hamid Week. Skull summed it up at the end of that game. He summed it up. And I was basically, I was on the same, I felt exactly the same way you felt. Despite us coming back against Atlanta, it was. Easy to come back against Antetokounmpo because Antetokounmpo was always going to allow us. There was always going to leave the space in behind for us to create chances, and we're going to have a lot of chances against Antetokounmpo. But the performance was horrible. It was two nil down. It
1: mm-hmm. should have been
0: more. Like and David mm-hmm. Geyer kept us in the game. The performance was horrible. So at the back of that, you got away with that. The smart thing to do is like, you know what? I need to fix this before going into the next game. And we spoke about this with. um, Nuno doing the same thing when Nuno um, went into the, what game was it? Um, The Spurs game, I think. Yeah, the same tactic he used against the Chelsea game um, into the Arsenal game, knowing that you just got battered in the second half of the Chelsea game. Why would you not change it around? Well, it's just, the guy is just, it's incompetent, man. Like, he he can't do the job. Like, let's be serious. I've been saying this time and time again. It's just, I don't want to, it's a broken record now because I honestly don't know, man. I just I don't like watching United game anymore, man. Honestly, if because we're, we're, we have a podcast, I would not watch the game. I wouldn't watch it. Man. <laughs> and he sounds like a defeated man. Like, let's be honest. Every week after week, if you hear his interview, he sounds like a defeated man. And I think he's done. Like, he's honestly done. And if the board, like, is down to the board now, I was saying like leave it until Christmas. And the damage is done already. To be honest with you, like, right. the damage is done already. Like, why wait
2: until Christmas? I, only thought, just... I was shocked. I thought, because of, like you said, what happened in the Atalanta game, I was expecting he was going to revert back to type, you know, mm-hmm. put Pobla out wide left, you know, play set up to counter, what's kind of got him a bit of a success for, versus us in the past. So when I saw it, he to, did a repeat lineup, I was just like, what are you, what are you thinking? A bit like Skull said, yeah, Dave, you tried that against Liverpool, what's going to happen? And, you know, it was madness. And we when... think about that, Skulls is watching
0: that from, like, 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 all of us watching that from home, we can clearly see. Did any of your, like, coaching staff not point that out to you? Like, no-one's pointing that out to you, that we can't play like this against Liverpool.
3: No, but it's, it's every game, right? It's, it's not even just the Atalanta game. It's every game this season. Absolutely every game. So, so, I don't know. Like, we can't even just say the Atalanta game. Every single game. Nothing's changed.
1: I think he said yeah. Um, so he's in in his interview. He said because um, they asked him about um, what the point that Tom Andrew made, and they asked him about you know what he came out with, and he literally said it's United and we're at home, and we should always be on the front foot, and we should always play like that. It's the United way. But he's contradicting
0: himself that statement because that's what that's what he said. Old... He
1: said he said at home against anyone, United should be on the front foot, and that's what he set his
3: team out to do. He's he has not done
0: that. He has not no done that.
3: But that's fine. You can say front foot. What does front foot mean? Like mm. if I go now and say you guys just attack. I haven't given you any footballing instructions. I've just said attack. So it makes no it makes no difference. The guy just likes talking. He has no technical ability, just talks. I was just
2: about to say that. What, what if when you hear Ole speak, the thing that's alarming to me, like you're saying, there's never any sort of tactical talk. It's all nothing. United DNA. We do this. We attack. Press. Like, you know, even like, you know, like, today I was listening to Jermaine Defoe on Sky and even you can tell he's obviously must have done like some recent coaching or something. because you yeah, know yeah, really I was, buzz, yeah, I heard him, buzz the, buzz terminology, yeah. the terminology yeah, the he was using, yeah. And every time I hear Ole speak, it's just like, you know, like you listen to a fan speak or, mm. you know, there's mm. nothing like, there doesn't seem to be any sort of like knowledge there. It's just kind of just, you know, cliche, Wayman United, we do this, we do that, yeah. and it's like that just says to me. And you know what? Zippio, like
0: they've got some words for him before his press conferences that he must use the DNA, the United way. Oh, it's right. like give it up, man! Like <laughs> 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 he uses the same old words. Like just come on, and and I think Ham, you spoke about this. Like you love the fact that Clock will come out and dissect the game for you. It gives you like detailed, um, yeah, yeah like um aspect of the game what he doesn't really need to do that. Yeah, so, you know, don't need like a manager at that level don't need to do that. And um, Pep will come out and do that for you too. They don't
3: Well it's how they 100%. see football. It's how they see football. Hundred percent because 100%. they asked Ole and they asked Klopp who would you take over Ronaldo and Salah. And Klopp went through their attributes and said where one was better than the other. Ollie just took shit. He Just mm. talk shit. Nothing. There's not. There's no substance to his approach. There's nothing. Yeah.
2: Because he's Before the game, his interview before the game, and they said, "What do you have to do to stop Liverpool?" And he said, basically on the lines of, "Everything." That's what. He and I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, he didn't have like any like you know like oh we're gonna do this we're gonna do that oh we've just got to do our best then. He that's alarming for to me you know like your, your manager coming out with such
3: yeah it just didn't show me. I don't want him to go mm. I don't want him to go I want him to stay because <laughs> those Ole-In people all the people that were Ole-In up until today or Wednesday they need to explain to me they, <laughs> he needs to stay and they need to justify it every week <laughs> because I don't understand it and because I was speaking to somebody on the phone today and the person in the background was saying, oh, these players, why don't they do this and do that? And I'm thinking, why are you talking about the players? The problem is clear. We can't play football. There's no instruction. They just go, just go onto the grass. Just all of you go onto the grass and do what you're going to do. But yeah, it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle. The Atlanta game, I didn't even feel as if it was a hard game, in all honesty. Towards the end of the first half, I was like, we'll, we'll probably win this game. We'll probably win this game. When we yeah, score the first said, goal, said that yeah. I was like, "This it's not going to be a problem. Like, they're giving us that opportunity. And once Demiro came off as well, I was like, it's, it's no issue. Obviously, everyone went, oh, my God, it's an Old Trafford night. We came back. I'm, I'm thinking, what did we do? We just won a game where the team wasn't great. And then, obviously, they come, Ronaldo, the saviour of the world. And I'm like, if Ronaldo wasn't on the pitch, someone else would have scored that goal. We weren't struggling in that game. Like, we made mistakes and we're losing, but we weren't struggling in that second half. Someone else would have scored that goal. So they get themselves excited over the smallest thing and it distracts from actually going back and fixing shit because we've spoken about it, especially I'm happy we've spoken about over the last few weeks that we just get cut open and it's against certain teams. The teams with a high press that have the pace, the clock tile of stack of football. Like we suffer against the St Maxima's, the triores. We've always struggled against that. And we always said that once we come to Liverpool, it's a problem. Or yeah, anything like
1: it's... or any team like Tom said, with proper quality at the top end will put those chances no, away.
3: No, all those other teams I've created. they just the say rest of them might the rest of them might even allow us. So Man City's football might not rip us the way Liverpool's football is. Chelsea's football might not rip us exactly the same way. But liverpools they're like they're like the peak. They're the peak of that kind of play and was always going to hurt us. And we, we came and we were like, yay, let's play Liverpool. Like we're, like we're under 11, no, no understanding of nothing. But I'm happy. I'm happy it happened. It's not every day be shit and don't lose 5 0. Sometimes, sometimes lose 5 0. Sometimes take the beating like a grown man. Yeah, <laughs> it's been
0: coming. It's been coming for a long time. And we spoke about it. It's not a surprise to me because you have said it like if we continue to play like this, when we do play like a better position, the chances that the Wolves were miss, like the likes of Wolves were missing, they're going to punish us. And yeah, I'll, so, to be honest with you yeah. I think I thought Liverpool Were very kind today To be honest with
1: you Because Yeah, yeah 100%, 100% 100% it could, 100% it,
0: it could have been A lot worse 100% percent like Yeah
1: second half it could, As
0: yeah.
1: soon as
3: Pogba got sent off They said No more goals boys I was looking, looking for 10 I was looking for 10 Because Salah's my captain No, no I so, want your yeah. 7 I want it <laughs> really 7 hard. I want 7 or 8 And to be honest, I that didn't that watch it After was the second match After the second goal So I rushed home I came upstairs, the missus is downstairs, we've got guests, the kids are downstairs, and I'm, like, upstairs, come into the room, set myself up, conceded the first. I was, like, okay, cool. Conceded the second. Then I realised, I've got shit to do. Tomorrow's Monday.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: let me go vacuum, let me go iron. So, I just had it in the background. I didn't see any of the goals after the first two. So, <laughs> yeah, I just listened to them. Well, Klopp said um, after the
2: fifth, I think, because, you yeah, know, we had two guys go off injured. He yeah, said it was just about to, not getting injured. <laughs> yeah, just trying to preserve people. Okay. As a fan, though, I remember I was, I was there was a, some frustrating because you know it was so long with ten men, and I was really thinking like, let's make, it let's, back. Go yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go for the juggler, let's go for the juggler, let's let's get this six or seven. But I mean, realistically, when the whistle, when you're thinking five nil no, at Old Trafford, I mean, that's I think that's the biggest win we've ever had there. Um, you know, you you can't complain, and they did the smart thing and just save you know save the legs. We've got other games coming up, so but to even be in a position to do that is. You know,
3: clean sheet as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Gosh, yeah. It's just um, yeah. Thankfully, it was it was just five to
0: be honest. Thanks. Thanks. I, I Thanks. want
3: them popper. Like they should let Pogba go. Pogba is his powers in his hands. He should go. They should let. Jayden you should think he go. should? You think he should go? in
1: January or summer. Like, because he's gonna go. Where so you said go whenever, they let him go. He's best, he's gonna go.
3: I don't care about Man United. It's for when, whenever it's best for Pogba.
1: So you're saying
3: Okay. Now let him go in summer because we'll get more cash get more cash directly into his pocket if he goes during the summer. So let him go. You don't care about the club right now let Papa cool? go. Then let Jaden they should just let Jaden free. Quick oh I felt so sorry for him on the bench. Let yeah, Mason go. On. Just oh, let so my sorry. people let my people go.
1: <laughs> we, they can't do it because you'll be worse than what you are now so they can't they can't they can't,
2: can't Sancho looked like he was on the bench. That's so this is a good one to miss out on. Oh bro. yeah. Yeah. yeah bro. That's the why we've one. all we've
1: when you're just like, you know what, I, I, being on the bench is actually better. <laughs> so, bro, you know when, you know when the debrief. Because obviously they will have a debrief tomorrow, so <laughs> Obviously, no, I can't. I didn't play.
3: So no yeah, or you come off, <laughs> and then that's when they concede. Like I wasn't there, bro. But you see
1: the, you see the structural problem that United have. I honestly need to understand who's at fault now. Fundamentally, the buck will always stop at the manager. Yeah? But mine is you see this whole front foot. We want to press like that. There's nothing wrong with pressing. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But my thing is, yeah, so Ronaldo's not going to press, yeah, which is fine. Ronaldo mm-hmm. doesn't have to. For me, I was having this conversation with my mate he's a United fan. For me, Ronaldo doesn't have to press. 36 years old, he's, bought, he's got enough money in the bank in terms of, like, his football and stuff to be like, you know, I'm not going to press. But mine is, when the team was set up today, yeah, to play Liverpool, yeah, do you think, honestly, yeah, Oli told Bruno and the midfields that when they have it, when Van Dijk or Conati has it or the goalkeeper has it, yeah, Press them, yeah? And when I say press them, then I want Fred and McTominay to back it up. And then I want the defence to back it up. Because that's the only way you can press. Yeah, You can't press like that. You can only press compact. Yeah? Or did the players just see Alisson with the ball and Van Dijk with the ball? Because I said, yeah, I'm going to go press him. Because I don't know if you lot saw it, but it's two or three times. Bruno's looked behind him. There's, 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 he's got no one backing him up. So he's either pressing by himself and saying, fuck what the manager says. Or he's actually following what the manager said and the other players have said fuck what the manager said.
2: You know what I think, yeah? I believe in the, the change room before the game, where well, they said, big game today, lads, straight into him, first twenty minutes, get the crowd outside, you know the usual stuff. But when I see that, you know, like you said, Bruno pressing, they're doing individual pressing, but like everyone's doing different things. That says to me you don't have not been given a clear plan of how to press. Who to press on to, It just seemed random, and you know, versus a team like us who is very organised, especially at counter pressing and things like that, you just playing into our hands. And I, yeah, it didn't seem to me like they've been given any clear plan. That's what it looked like to me as a as a neutral or as a neutral as an as you know, outsider. Because I was just like, yeah, just looking back on the goals back here, like what are they even attempting yeah. to
3: do? It was yeah. like a silent disco. Bro, everyone it it, to different songs. Yeah.
1: It, 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 it didn't make no sense because, you're a Liverpool fan. And obviously, you can probably back up the point I'm going to make. You've got your goalkeeper. He's good with the ball. And you've got four defenders Yeah, oh. So if it's me and you let me know if I'm wrong, I'm not going to press Robbo. I mean, Robbo, Van Dijk and Trent Alexander-Arnold, yeah? Oh. Whenever the goalkeeper has the ball, we half on them. So they think, goalkeeper thinks, I can't pass to them. So we leave Konate spare every single time when they have the ball at the back. Kanate spare, that's who we press. If we oh. don't get the ball of Konate we fall back into shape. We don't go and press their whole team. Am I right in saying that?
2: Yeah, no, I would agree. Like I said, I, I didn't understand the, the thought process of like who, what, you know. You're trying to press the ball that's not winnable. Basically, it was more like you know you're pressing for pressing sake because you know I couldn't see what what, what outcome you tried. Like I said if you're trying to press Van Dijk, he'll he'll just. Ping it onto someone's chest, or you know, like, uh, Alison's very comfortable with his feet, so didn't, I didn't really understand what 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 the game plan was there. It's just it's almost like they said, "Oh yeah, let's do what they do. Let's let's press high up the pitch
3: and, and see what happens." And even so, you know, that was just terrible because we said it last time. It's not as if they're the whole team's not pressing, but then you're not right. doing the low block. So what are you doing? Which which one are like you have to go for one of them?
0: I like, another thing, is, it's, it's just sorry, confusing. I no, mean, nah, I'm just
3: confused, but yeah, what
0: is it? It's like. You don't understand, yeah, it's, this is years of work. Like, you heard managers like, like Clock going into, like, um, different setups. I heard him within the other week saying he wanted to go to, like, Brentford um, when, he, when he had his time off um, just to do some studying in Brentford. Um, there's so many, like, years of work that they put into this and understanding that the intricacy of, like, pressing, You can't just wake up one morning and speak to your coaching team and say, Oh, we got things today. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get the place to press. It doesn't work like that. You have to drill it in them in training, time and time again. You just don't get into different matches. Like, look, you, Liverpool just don't go into matches and say, "You know what? We're just gonna sit back today." Yeah, Liverpool don't do that. They they decided a setup for the team, and this is shit that you work on in um, preseason. So, what the fuck did we do in preseason? What the hell did we do in pre season? Because nothing is working.
1: Just bought their players, bro. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we, even we've had that ourselves. Though we, we, we bought new players and they don't get into the team straight away. And I and I think that's probably one of the main reasons because they have to get up to speed with what we do. Um, you know, like you said, you just can't turn up and do it. You got to learn, you know what what you know how this team plays and your part in it. So, like I said, it's not the type of tactic you can just turn up and think. Oh, pressing just means I just run around and. Close people down; it doesn't work, now You know,
0: and that's the perfect example. Like, you, looking at bad players that you had, like Fabinho Fabinho didn't hardly play the first season. He
3: didn't play struggled, Christmas.
0: struggled to get into the team. Yeah, they, people were cussing Fabinho when he first came. Yeah. Can, can I tell you, he's he's only had one or two games, right? So it's like yeah. Liverpool are not just buying his players and just throwing them in. And and I'm guessing it comes you like we've with managers of Pep and Club they've got credit in the bank, right? But the fans are not going to get at them if you might find a big name signing and you've go, and got them on the bench. Whereas with us, it's just everyone questions. Like, Oli's always going to get questions. Because one, you just do stupidness anyway. So it's like, even when you make a decision, we're, we're always going to raise eyebrows about it. Bro, it's just, I don't know. What, so what, what, what happens tomorrow?
1: What happens tomorrow?
0: If I was the board you sack him. Boy, they're not going to do that. We obviously established that, right? They're not going to do that. If I was, the, what, 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 eight points behind Chelsea, what, is it seven behind Liverpool? Yeah, eight,
1: eight, eight, seven, six. Six. So you're, you're out of the title race today. Today, out of the title race. No, we're out. We've been out. Yeah, yeah,
0: like, out since, of the title race today. And, yeah,
2: eight behind and, Chelsea. And I said, yes. wait
0: until, wait until, Um, because what you got to understand is the reason, I know a lot of people my listeners think, is oh, it's still early, but you you got to look at those top three teams and they're not dropping points. In those other games outside of the top six games, They've, they're killing. Like, look what Chelsea done this weekend without with uh, their strikers. Look what Man um, City done at Brighton. Brighton's not an easy place to go to. <laughs> like, and then made it look easy. Made it look easy. And Liverpool last week against Watford. And those are the games that these top three teams are going into and just walking over them. We're struggling with the game. You've got that bear that in mind. So I'll just make that decision and pull the trigger right now. Like what is the point? This the season will be a total waste if you if we allow him to stay for the full season. Like what can we got what can we possibly win?
1: I, I don't, how they I don't to, know how they just just want to agree. I did just want to agree.
3: But <laughs> you know. said you want you said what
1: you said you want him to stay though, yeah? I want to the, stay. For the fans. So banter. Just... <laughs>
3: it's banter. banter now. Because when we were saying this, it was all a case of no, he stay. There's progress. There's this, there's that. And I was like, where's the progress? Like, the only thing we've agreed is that he bought a good feel factor after Mourinho left. But where Mourinho had taken, like, how, like, the team felt shit with themselves with Mourinho. They could have put mm. anyone in and it would have felt better. He didn't come and improve anything. They'll say progress. He bought, um, we have better players. He did not buy the players. He did not physically buy the players. If they give you money, you can buy players, right? They say, oh, he bought Mason Greenwood through. People have bought youngsters through. Van Hal brought Rashford through. Marino had ha- asked about Greenwood. So it's not like he's done anything new. He hasn't done anything special at all. So I don't know. Let him stay. I don't even care game. <laughs> it's what's left. It it's what's left.
0: And then, like fans just listen to like. And I think with fans, is obviously the likes of Gary Neville that doesn't help, right? And I spoke to Ham about this the other day. I literally I was, that was. After we jumped off the pod, right? Gary Neville always comes on TV and acts like a big advocate for managers. Like he's not a fan of sacking managers. Well, for his own club, Gary Neville sacked a manager after four months uh-huh. for his own club. And it wasn't as if that manager was a quick replacement. That man, he had post goals in temporary charge while he looked for a manager. So he done done due diligence to find a manager. And then you took your time to find a manager and you sat that manager after four months. But you will come on TV. And start saying, I'm not a fan of sacking managers.
2: But
1: in, in his defence, he did say it was a mistake. Yeah, He no, said it was a mistake.
0: He said it was a mistake, manager. he's done it. He said it was a mistake. the point is, whether it's a mistake or not, you've done it for the, to better your team. You've, you've made that decision. But you've, come, you've been coming in on TV for years before he, he made that decision. He's, bear in mind, he's, he's only recently made that decision last... this, We're talking quite recent. If you're coming on TV for, what, 10? How long has he been on TV for? And then someone that has is, is been a, a massive advocate for managers, you're, like, for the benefit of your own club, it's all right for you to do that. But you get at the Chelsea's or the, um, the Watford's for doing it to protect their own club. At the end of the day, they can say they're doing it to protect their club too. But it's stupidness like that that fans listen to. The idiot that is saying that, oh, don't sack him, he's the same man for, for his own club. He went to go and sack a manager after four months.
3: We're talking about four months. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's shit. Um, I'm looking back at the the, at the game now, right? And obviously when Ronaldo came, I was saying that our gameplay will change. And I do feel as if our gameplay has dropped since Ronaldo came because you bring in a new player and they are going to be adjustments. As you said, Ham, Ronaldo doesn't need to press. You get me? And it's like when Yemi used to play and we used to complain that you're not running. But actually, you have to change your play to get the most out of that player. And we've done that. We've won games from that. Oli clearly can't do that. So why waste your time on someone that can't make small changes because one person j- joined the team? He needs to go. You want <laughs> us to keep him, but he needs to go.
1: <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what I find funny here? Yeah? Just before I come on the pod, I was talking to my United. Yeah, I, say, I just, I just popped into my head. I just, re- I just realised it, and obviously you the guys can chip in. Yeah, Ollie, to all, to all of us, yeah, should never have got the job. We all agree. No, right? Drew, Drew, you agree, right? Shouldn't have got the job. Yeah. No, on a full time basis. So only. cool. <laughs> yeah. And then the job that he's done, Adley's pointed out many things that he doesn't think he's even progressed. So there's a lot of fans that will say he's he hasn't 19. even done yeah. So he hasn't even done a good job, yeah, already, or trying to get a structure of play, a style of play. He's not even good at that. Then the board said, We're gonna give you Ronaldo. The GOAT to some people, yeah? And like Ade just pointed out, like I said last week, in order to get Ronaldo playing at his maximum, Chiellini came out and said it. We had to scrap the whole Juventus thing and play for Ronaldo. Mm. So Oli, who's not competent already at doing his job as a manager, yeah? Can't get Man United playing a certain way. Had to now almost this summer get Ronaldo last minute and say, Oh, fuck. Now I have to think of another way to play with Ronaldo in the team. It's a complete mess from the board up. So, yes, the players are accountable. The players, play fucking shit. The manager is incompetent, shouldn't be there. But he shouldn't have been hired in the first place. Yeah? And if he can't do a job with what he had before, you now give him Ronaldo and said, yeah, you have to do a completely different job now. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. And if they keep him there, this is the last point I'm going to make, they keep him there, you guys will be us. You'll be Arsenal Football Club. You'll be Arsenal Football Club mm-hmm. very soon. You haven't won at least in 2013. We should have pulled and Tom, is my best mate. So t- me and Tom have been talking about football since he was 18. And Tom knows how long I was saying. I said Wenger out right, because we couldn't get the board out in it. Couldn't get the board out and something had to change in my club. And when Guardiola took his sabbatical and Klopp was available, we should have pulled the trigger then and st- got rid of Wenger and got one of them two in. 100% we should have got them in. Yeah, I honestly think if we had got Klopp or Guardiola in, we wouldn't be where we are now. And it's the same now. Fast forward from there to 2021. If United don't pull the trigger, which I don't think they will. That's what I keep saying the board will keep him. If they don't, and they don't say, Oli, you've taken us as far as you can. You need a new manager. And Conte or Zidane's available. And we have to get one of them. Because if you don't, then you'll be Arsenal. Ain't won
2: to league since 2004. Hmm. They won't be available forever as well. So it's, it's the Same. Yeah. Wajdiola well, like, went to
1: City. Klopp went to Liverpool.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's that decision of like where well, he's not doing a. It's a more diff- difficult second because he's not doing like, you know, they're not tenth in the league or something like that. Where it's an mm-hmm. easy it's like you know they're there or thereabouts. But like you said, it's very unlikely they're ever going to improve to what they to what they are now. Mm-hmm. So it takes but it takes an element of bravery to be like you know to say thanks for everything you've done, but we're moving on. I don't think it's a difficult sacking.
0: Like you just have to like view his time at United, mm. and at the moment you're not competing with who you're supposed to, the teams that you're supposed to compete with. So it's not a difficult t- mm. sacking. <clears throat> like the teams that you're so com- supposed to compete with are gone now. It's like I know it's nine games. A lot of people might feel like we're exaggerating,
3: but it's I don't done. understand why people say it's still early. To me, it's a quarter it's of well, the season. It's I'm just gone. more of a chance for the gap to increase. Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do it now's the time because it's do. not but now just one team
3: you're trying to catch up to you're trying to catch up to bear teams oh. yeah and no one's fine like, no like, complain
2: if you sat in today
3: uh, mm-hmm.
2: bro, it's, it's a domino effect that you've got like the
0: likes of then we have to the Arsenal the West Ham are all pretty much got the same points as all of them
1: <laughs> they were level up points of you by the way
0: all of them so it's just bro, it's um, yeah it's yeah, he, it's got to be done but it's just the, the issue with the board is like whether they're going to do it and it's and I feel like the board are probably, like, held off um, sacking him because of the pressure that I felt over the last few years. And then knowing sacking Oli um, without the fans' consent might cause another, like, chaos. <laughs> the idiots might start running into the pitch again. <laughs> so that's probably one of the, like, key reasons why they haven't really pulled a trigger. But I'm sure now that, like...
1: And the three-year deal they give him.
0: Yes, like... I, the forget the deal, but Forget deals in, in football all the time. It doesn't no, I'm it.
1: saying, I'm saying your board are not going to pull yeah. the trigger. That's going to be part of their reason as to why they don't pull the trigger. Oh, because they just you, you said, yeah, they just give them a free deal. So they're going to, they're not yeah. footballing people. So they're going to be like, what's going on? I just gave Drew, if I give you a free year contract at your job mm-hmm. and then nine games in nine weeks into your job, I say, bro, um, see you later. I'm going to get someone else. In.
0: Yeah, it happens all the time. We've done that with, um, we've done that with obviously, we, it's not as quick. We don't, we gave, um, Mourinho three-year contract after like the first year we, like, the Mourinho situation is probably worse because we gave him a new contract and we didn't back him in the transfer market what's the point of giving you a three-year contract if we're not going to back in the transfer market so I feel like his situation was probably even worse and the same like the manager that you didn't end up backing the player that he's asked for you went to go buy it for the next manager that ain't got no credentials like you backed this manager more than any like, the experienced manager that you had in your hands everything is like it's got everything apart from that defensive like um midfielder role that we obviously we've discussed time and time again but that's not an excuse for, as I say like manager that I feel we talked about this time and time again I feel like the managers if they had the squad that we've had they'll, they'll make the most of it and you do a much better job like um Tuchel wasn't complaining when his two strikers got injured he wanted to go and score seven goals do huh. you know what I mean like the, the two strikers are not there he going to go and score seven goals Help is not complaining about him not having a striker. They're still scoring goals, putting the ball about the back of the net like, no issues whatsoever. Everyone yeah. gets on with it.
2: You guys probably have more attacking options than any other team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we 100%. thought and Adi
0: was we thought this was gonna be <laughs> we thought we were gonna score a lot of goals each season <laughs> with our we attacking option. We said this at the beginning of the season. <laughs> he said, and we always said, oh, what was like obviously Ade loves attackers and he's always said, look, he would rather buy it. Attackers than than defenders, because once you're on the front foot, then
2: the defenders will have mm. less to worry about. But not with this manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way you're seeing that, so I thought you was going to have a lot of like four twos and five white. You know, like mm. score mm. score goals. but <laughs> yeah. you're not doing either at a, at a mo- at a moment. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. yeah, it's a strange one. Yeah, yeah. So it's
0: um, it's a tough one, man. It's a tough one to take. Um, we. Could, Week in, week out. Even when we do win, we come here and discuss Oli. Do you know what I mean? So it's just... The guy's just not doing the right things, man. It's just, I feel like it's time to go. I've been saying it for the longest. We've got a few fans now that are jumping shit. Now that all of a sudden they decide it's time to go. But what? what the question I would like to ask those fans is, what are you seeing now that you didn't see before? <laughs> they what, what you see? Now?
3: Vibes, <laughs>
0: <vibes>. <laughs> what are what you see now That you didn't see before That made you change your mind I haven't I had um Tayo message me today Tayo's been on the show where, um At the beginning of the season He was, he was vouching for it He messaged me today That he's got a go now Like oh now he's got a go So what did you see before <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> What did you see before I need to find okay. proof <laughs> I honestly don't know. You just—it's as if like everyone wants everything. Like you literally need it to him to be dead and buried. Like you want us <laughs> to get relegated or something before you can decide to say, "Oh, you know what? Enough is enough. Maybe you need to go." Right. Okay.
1: But individually, though, just quickly get into some of the players because I feel like it's come on here. Like you said, Tom, we sound like a broken tape. But right? every every week, Oli, 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 individually, what what players today? You can say the whole team, but just individually, if just one or two. What players? In terms of their individual performance. Because, um, like, I, like I put in the group, I thought Maguire and Luke Shaw were absolutely shocking. Like, I feel like they're still at the Euros of England. Yeah. Um,
0: um, Wamba was shocking. You're shocking too. To be honest, out of the back line, only Liverpool was all right. Not saying it was good, he was the only one. Wamba Cycle was shocking too. Um, I think, and the attitude, like Ronaldo's attitude just went great. I don't think he played particularly bad, but if you're
3: not getting a ball, what can you do? Yeah, I just thought his attitude stank because I don't like someone that's just throwing their hands up in the air. There have been a couple of matches since he came. Ronaldo will not be in the box. He'll not be within 30 yards of the person that's got the ball. And then when they lose the ball, he'll throw his hands up in the air. I'm like, bro, you're not even there. How did, he want, how did you want him to give it to you if you're not there? And like, if you're not... like, Stop throwing up your hands and, and do a, do a shift. Do some work. Don't just be moaning because now you're affecting the other players and all of that stuff. But it is what it is. He's Ronaldo. Like Tommy begged for him. We have him. So (laughs) I think (laughs) it's something out
2: for him. Did you see like that moment where he basically he kicked out at Curtis Jones? Yeah, I thought that was a madness. And I was just like, you're lucky that you got the name that you you know. That's a smaller name player. You could be off there. Hundred percent. And I was just like, but I knew at that moment that's where his his when his head's gone.
1: He was that's, frustrated then, though, yeah. yeah, that's that, you know, yeah.
2: Just, I've had enough I'm not getting the ball. We're losing, yeah. we get bad. And I just thought, you know, that, that, you know, we've all been there in football matches. And I just thought when I saw that, I was like, yeah, this game's done. Like, he's he's out of it anyway. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, because after that, like I said, he just didn't really, like I said, he was just sulky and throwing his hands up in the air for everything. You know, the, the, if anyone would name he just drop on the floor, try and get a free kick. And yeah, those are all the signs that, you know, you just like, you're having a bad day and you're looking for an easy way out, you know. Yeah, I know. He said, "He said was gone, man. Gone." Um, what boy, about
0: your boy? Was... Oh, go
1: on, Tom, go on, Tom. Yeah, I think that was the stage, man. Go on, go on. No, I was just gonna say, um, I gotta give a quick shout out to Jordan Henderson. I know Jordan Henderson fans, supporters, people that like him get ripped all the time by other supporters. That boy, think, the what the rule, fuck are you talking about? Yeah, to I wanna to, get, to, I wanna get to that. Like everyone that likes Jordan Henderson, me included, and I'm sure there's other people though, who you love Jordan. We know his limitations, okay? So I've never once said that Jordan Henderson is the best footballer in the world. I just love him. And if that was Steven Gerrard or any other midfielder, I don't know if it was Kim H that played that ball, we'd be drooling at that pass. So can we just appreciate the pass on Jordan Henderson?
2: He had a for good that goal Yeah, no, he had a good to be fair, like he hasn't been that great for us this season. But what I what I like today, because this season he's been trying, he's been trying to do like more of a an attacking role, like, you know, doing a lot of off-the-ball runs into the box, which I don't really think he has, you know, because he's not, like, a player who's going to bury goals and, you know, he's not great in the final third. So, today, I like that he played a, you know, because fabinho was out, he played the sixth role, he played really disciplined, did, you know, mopped up all the mess. You know, when he did have an opportunity to pass all that, like I said, that that assist today was amazing. I don't know. I, when I saw that, I, I actually didn't know it was him. I was like, who did that? I was, thinking, you know, looking at <laughs> When I saw that, was Jordan Henderson, I was like, whoa, I know that's how you I know, I know. What it
1: reminded me of. Drew. I don't remember if you remember the goal, but Gerard when he gave it to Suarez at Palace, yeah, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. pass, yeah. the same pass,
2: yeah. And he did a similar one for um Storage versus Fulham as well, the outside of the boot, hey. and I was just like, whoa, that was Henderson. Um, so now props to him, he put in a real captain's performance today. I was, and I hope that he keeps up with that because that was much better than him from what we've seen from him this season so far.
1: And just one more thing on Liverpool, what do you think about um, your chances for the title?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, at, at the moment, I say our chances are as good as anyone's. Um, you know, the only thing—I mean, you look at Chelsea and, and Man City and those two teams—they are machines. You know, Chelsea is—I I struggle to see who beats them because they've got that thing of even if they're not good, they can just shut it down and defend. You know, and win a game one nil, ugly, um, and they obviously have so many players that they can they can turn it on offensively as well. So they look really strong. City look very really strong, but. For my point of view, it was pleasing for us. We're just scoring so many goals and not conceding. I think we've only conceded six, and three of them were versus um um Brentford. that was Brentford, yeah, in it, yeah, uh, and two versus Van City. So, and we scored. I mean, we scored. I think we scored three or more goals in every away fixture this season. So we're just flying. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we're just. We reminds me a lot of actually the um, Klopp's early seasons in the terms of how we're attacking. We're just going, you know, getting number forward with numbers, obviously Salah's and fire. Mane chipping in, Jota and Firmino are scoring as well, so it's goals throughout the team, which is which is really good. So I think we've got a really good chance. It's just that thing of you know, um, you know, the, the thing is that at the start of the season, everyone if you see most pundits ruled us out, oh the squad's too weak and all this stuff, which I was well, I didn't believe personally, and I think we've been proven right because. Uh, Klopp has rotated the team a lot. It's not like we're playing the first eleven, the same eleven every week. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Using the players we've got, even today, we started with, with you know Milner, Konate, guys who haven't played loads of games. Jota came in, and we've you know wiped the floor with Man United, who had you know who had did their their best players out. So I think the way we're using the squad, if we can get a bit of luck, you know, with injuries and form, I'll back us to be there to the end anyway. Um, so. Yeah, and fingers crossed we can bring it home. But you don't
1: you don't think the nation's cup kind of fucks you up? Like I look... You've got obviously, obviously um Salah, best player in the world right now, I'm mm-hmm. sure you'd agree. And Mane, they both go off to the Nations Cup.
2: You yeah. don't think that kind of fucks you up? No, of course. I mean I looked at it the fixture. I mean, potentially I think they could miss like four games maximum. So it's not a huge amount, but obviously that, you know, you don't want to miss them for even one game. So that is yeah, obviously that is a big thing. So that it, that will be interesting to see how we cope with that. Luckily, I'll check the fixture. This we don't have any huge games over that time, and okay, okay, and hopefully, you know, you know, I know they want to do well in the tournament, but if they want to- <laughs> I know what you want to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, they, if they don't make it to the group stage, it won't be the worst thing in the world. I'm, I'm <laughs> something like that
3: to be honest. I'm expecting something funny
2: to happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I mean. I mean, I, I'm not, I feel it uh, shouldn't be such an issue with uh, KJ. His team's not as strong, but Salah and, um, you know, Marley will be looking to go deep into the tournament. But, yeah, it is what it is. We've had to deal with this. It's not new to us anyway. We've, we've had this yeah. before with them. So, um, yeah, it's just it's, Like I said, you've utilising who else you've got and players have got to step up when, when they're ready. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident we're going to be there or thereabouts when it comes to the end of the season and hopefully, yeah, uh, get that 20th title. But, but in your heart of hearts, who do you think is going to win it? Uh you know what? I really can't call it. You know, those three teams are so strong. I probably, if you, if I had to pick one right now, I'd probably say my city. Um, but like I said, Liverpool, they're we're doing better than I thought we were going to do. Um, and I thought I knew I had a good feeling <laughs> we we're going we to come back to our previous standards after a shocking le- year last year. Hmm. But like I said, the way we're scoring goals, you know, and Salah's form, which is just out of this world, you know. like I said, if we can keep him on the pitch, and everyone else is playing their part, why not? But I'd say, yeah, if if I had to pick up my brain, I'd say City first choice. But then I think, yeah, I think we can we can run them all the way.
1: My United friends, it's happening, man. Talk to me. <laughs> There's
0: nothing else to be said, man. Everything. Well done to Liverpool. Good luck.
3: You too. <laughs> um, well done. That's all that to well,
0: said. Well, At the moment, we're like you and I have. We're just enjoying all the match. Enjoying the title race.
1: Hey, Tommy. <laughs> I've <Think, laughs> got, I got, I got my arm around you on that day, man. i got my <laughs> arm around you on that day. Let's, so.
0: let's, just, let's enjoy the title race. Let's see who wins it between Chelsea at um, Liverpool and City. Yeah. Well, in terms of us, until that man goes, we're just in trouble, uh, in trouble, nothing else to be said
1: about that, man, because yeah. right, we're just going to be repeating ourselves, you yeah. It's a big game, it's a massive, massive, massive game for you lot next week, a way to Tottenham, isn't it? Yeah, so we've got a way to Tottenham. Massive, week, massive, yeah. Which is not going to be
0: easy, because obviously they're on the pressure to be the loss of to West Ham, so... Um, yeah, both teams are under pressure to be honest with you. Both managers have been under pressure from the um, start of the season. Yeah. I think both, and, managers, you know. both managers lost three to four games already. We're out of nine, which is terrible. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how our both teams get on.
2: Mm. Ole has come back from the brink before though. This time he's it, it, not he's not,
0: not coming back. I've said this before man, before I, like before the run started, i t I've said this on the podcast. I honestly did not see him getting out of it. It's not because yeah. Yeah. I don't I I honestly don't see him getting out of this. And I think actually, you know what? I'll bring up another point I was raised when I was watching. I don't want to to be honest, sometimes I just feel like um Deming Carragher and soon as I just trolling Gary Neville and just they just want him to look stupid on TV. Um, what they do did raise a great point in regards to like his coaching team, that um, they're not apart from like Mike McFeeler, the, the rest are not um, experienced enough as is as if they're learning on the job too. That how are you gonna acquire a coaching team that's learning a job pretty much like you? Why would you do that? You want some like experience around you, right? And I think that that doesn't help him. Hmm. What are your thoughts on, on that? I go outside first.
3: you know what I totally agree I don't think it's the best um, you can't start coming to try things or coming to learn things at such a high level mm. and I was even thinking of Michael Carrick so funnily enough you bring this up I was thinking about Michael Carrick earlier today while I was vacuuming you get me so after it was 2-0 the vacuum came out so I was like everyone keeps saying you've got a baller like Michael Carrick there, right? But what does that actually mean? Just because you were able to do it yourself does not mean you'll be able to do it at all or this soon, right? I'm not saying he'll never be a great coach, but it, it might just not be at the position where he can translate that to other people on the pitch. So we have to look back at the coaching team Maybe he's not getting the support he needs, but it might not be their fault as well. The same way they offered the job to Ollie and said, oh, I'll take it, they might just be like, this is a fantastic job, I'll take it as well. So I'm not going to say he needs to rethink his, his team because he just needs to go. But he should think about that when he's in League One next season. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hope he takes my United along with him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope he takes you guys to League One with him, mate. <laughs> cool.
0: Um, so, we'll like move on to your team then.
1: Um, yeah. Who's that? The team that's level on points of yours? Yeah. There we go. Who who are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Hey, listen, we're in the same fucking boat here, mate. I won't take no more lip from you and Addy. All right, all right. What we're all on fourteen points, okay? (laughs) Football
0: comes at you real fast. Uh, (laughs) Hey, listen, Drew,
1: Drew. I say it all the time. You see football, yeah? It's all about highs. It's all about highs and lows, isn't it? So when you're high. Listen, sing from the rooftops, and when you're (laughs) low, just be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure. but yeah, no, it's a good result. It's a good result, but more importantly, it was a good performance for me. I say more importantly because obviously, yes, football is a results game. However, I actually want to see my side play well as well. Like I actually enjoy watching it when my team is actually playing well, and it doesn't look like, oh my god, we could concede at any given moment here. Like we're actually playing well, and especially after the Palace game where. We didn't and didn't deserve a point and should have lost, but we got the point and we'll take it. The quick turn not quick turnover, but obviously playing on Friday as well was okay, instant reaction. We're at home. We're playing another side that's kind of mid-table-ish. Villa haven't been great this season. Good signings, decent manager. We have to put a performance in, boys. And to a man, they all put a performance in. I thought Sambi Lokonga in the middle of the park was fucking brilliant. Um, Nuno Tavares at left back was fucking brilliant as well. And um, he switched Smith it up, Rose. switched it up. Yeah, Smith Rowe. Yeah, it was. He was good. Good. Saka still need him to come to the level that he was before, but I think that will come. I hope it comes. I can't keep saying this every week. Said I think it will come. But <laughs> um, but performance wise, it was really good. Um, Thomas Partey, one of his better games in an Arsenal shirt. And um, yeah, and three and three one didn't flatter us. It was good. The the two at the back, White and Gabriel. I'm liking that coming together. I am. And one thing I realised when I was watching us on Friday was just like, it's not nice having to be patient again. You haven't won a league since 2004. It's not nice having to trust the process and whatnot when you've been promised so much when you moved from Highbury to the Emirates. But it feels like that. I mean, the board is taking the piss out of us, same way the board is taking the piss out of you like in Manchester. And as fans, we've just got to, what can we do? All we can do is support our teams. Buy the kits, go watch the games and support it. So yeah, I'm supporting the team that's got the youngest... On age, youngest team in the league. So, what can I really expect from them? Too much, I can't. Like, do I want us to finish? Like I said, in the top seven. Do I think we can? Yes. And performances like that, along with results like that, I think, I think, we'll, I think we'll do. I think we'll be, yeah. I think we'll finish seventh around that. We could probably punch for six, but seventh is better than eighth last year. We finished eighth twice in a row, so we have to be doing
2: better. The from fifth place downwards, it's, it's open. It's wide open. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, you want to take one of those six. Ideally, you want to finish in top six. But with the players you've got, with everything that's going on there, the, the age of the side is good. But, yeah, it was a good game, good performance. And we go away to Leicester next week. And that's a that's a bigger test than the last two we've had. So, we'll see how we get on down there. But, yeah, good game, man. Good game. Cool.
0: Um... What are your thoughts on like Leicester? They've obviously bounced back, so that is definitely going to be another like, a tricky game going to Leicester.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. But Leicester been um a bit heckler um against the this this season, admit like up and down. They haven't hit the heights that Brendan would have hoped for them to hit. But obviously them turning you guys over, them scoring four in the Europa League, and then winning away to Brentford, which is a big result for them. And we got we got we got pumps there, Drew. You went there and only got a point. Yeah. So for Leicester to go there and get three points is, is big for them. So they'll be coming into the game high of confidence, but so will we. So I expect us to go and meet them and impose our game onto them and see what happens. It's Leicester away? Anything can happen. We've actually got a decent we've actually got a decent record down there. Yeah. So um yeah, but I just I just expect another good game and it can go either way because I think both teams on in terms of standard of play and whatnot, I think we're just about they might just be a bit better than us, especially this the couple of seasons they've had. But well, I still expect us to, to go there, put a performance in. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we won. But I wouldn't be surprised if we won. Yeah, awesome. and, no, and that's five, though. i was surprised. Yeah, I was... know. But Drew, but Drew, I believe this, that's how our season's going to go. So we lost three. I'm being a five. We might go and lose three or four. Mm-hmm. And then go win four. Or yeah. then go win four or five. Yeah. I expect that. I mean, my back four is what? 20, 23, 23, 22. Set the mid's 22. Got a 19-year-old right wing. Got another 18, 19-year-old here. So, yeah, that's going to be our season, up and down. And let's just, like, for me, I just want to stay afloat, stay under the radar, finish sixth or seventh. Happy days and win a trophy. Happy days.
0: Cool.
1: <laughs> I don't have lofty ambitions like you, Drew. <laughs> I, I, and, I don't, and I don't have the best player to ever play the game playing for my team. Quotation marks. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have much expectation, bro. Cool.
0: Um, all right, cool. Um I think we've just spent quite a while. Just one last bit before we jump off. Um, so, obviously, like, um, a lot of Chelsea Academy players were on show this weekend. We're not going to spend long on it, um, by the way, please, not too long. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on, like, um, the Chelsea way, because I know they get criticised a lot um, about how um, they bring players through, about bringing a lot of players through. and know we actually giving them a chance. But this weekend, a lot of the boys were on show, um, Mount um, what's his name Hudson-Odoi um, Rhys James Reece and so James. forth and even the players are not currently at Chelsea Lost the Street um, played as well
1: yeah Lost Street yeah, a lost street,
0: yeah um, the likes of um, what's the Southampton players called Livermanto Liber- Liber- Borja yeah.
1: the striker Gallagher at Palace yeah. Gehi at Palace do
0: you think like the criticism on Chelsea is fair because now like, you see these boys a lot of these boys are
2: like, flooded around the, um, the Premier League he gives it. You gotta give it to them. We well, you know they've got, obviously got a strategy where they just they just loan them all out and, yeah. see, th- and see who does good. I and mean, then <laughs> you know, and we'll keep and we'll keep the ones that are good and we'll sell the others that ain't and make big money off it. So it's working for them in that sense. Um, yeah. So you got, a, I suppose, you know, they're working within the rules and they've got a, a strategy, and you know they're getting some fruit out of it. So you know, you got, you got a, you know, not every club has the resources to do that, but they're doing it. They're making the most of the loan market. So. Play to them, some of these boys are getting good experience and they're coming back and looking like real, real players for them now. And some of them are actually breaking into the actual Chelsea team and not just getting sold to others. So,
3: yeah, mm. good for them. What are you saying, Ado? No, I think it's a, a good shout. Like the system works for them, they've got players upon players, and I, I like the young ones. Um, as I said, Mount, I used to um keep tabs on him when he was at Vitesse. And obviously, if it gives some youngsters an opportunity, and it works for Chelsea, then they should keep doing it. You know, honestly, we can't hate. It's just that we we haven't done it properly. <laughs> right? If everyone could do it, they would do it. Yeah, it's just that we haven't mastered the technique yet.
1: Yeah, no, I feel, I just echo what you both said. To be fair, I don't see. I've never seen nothing wrong with it. To be fair, <laughs> I think it's the, I think it's the right thing to do. If you're bringing players through the academy they're good enough, they'll play. And if they're not, then we'll loan them out. And if they're good enough, they'll come back. And if not, we'll sell them and get a profit off it. I think it's perfect business. It makes fucking sense, man. It makes fucking sense. And I think that clubs like my club and in and around my club, we should be looking to poach some of the players that Chelsea just don't think is good enough for them. Like, I watched Tariq Lamptey, one of them, forever. come on the other day against City, 25 minutes performance, he put on a fucking cameo show, bro. And that's a Chelsea cast-off. Because the player that he can't get into the team for is a fucking other academy player, Reese James, mm. who's fucking quality as well.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I just think if, it shouldn't just be like the Palaces. I think we should almost like, I'm not. I don't think United will ever do this. But I just think that, just I speak for my team. I don't include United in this and other teams around us. That listen, the academy players are good. Take them off them. Put your ego to the side, and don't be well asked Arsenal, we produce our own. Oh, we can't produce a right back for shit.
2: Yeah. So go, they, so, so they go can't... take him
1: off. Go take him off Chelsea. <laughs> they got two Livermints. Fucking it up at
3: Southampton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> a, fucking go get him. <laughs> if you get a batch with seven right backs, you can't use all of them. So yeah,
1: like I like Mark Guehi. That's at Palace. He went to go spend fucking fifty million on Ben White. It might turn out to be great. But there's another English centre half that's good. Chelsea don't think he's good enough for them, so they went to Palace. Humble yourself, man. Mm. Yeah.
0: Now I think you summed it up obviously. Um, it works both ways. Into like from the business um, aspect of things, if they're good, you keep them. And from the business um, perspective, you you make the money. Like, mm. um, like you're selling them. Like, look how much they sold the um the defender to Crystal Palace. Well, that's what seventeen million or so. Yeah.
3: That's
0: a lot of money for like a player that comes through your academy. So
2: um, yeah, yeah it's, it makes it's sense. A fun first team signings. So you see their profit and loss, I think they're like pretty much equal. They haven't like the net spend isn't high because they're selling okay. off a lot of these guys and getting good money for them. So Yeah. Man, that's, nah, good on them, man. And know how they say,
0: if you all can do it, <laughs> we'll be doing it. <laughs> we'll be doing it. All right, cool. Um Drew, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, maybe next time, not on a Law for United game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely need to get you back on. We probably need to get you back on a few more times during the course of the season because, by the looks of it, you guys are going to be up there. Um, and hopefully, when one of the big games pop up against Chelsea again or against MC, we try and give you a shout. So, thanks for coming through every time, bro. We appreciate you
2: on this wow, podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I just hope no, I don't not appreciate you tonight, though. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, the last time I came on, we went on a six game losing run after the. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. He meant that, boy.
0: Uh, and yeah. Pam, um, are there anything to add?
1: I got five on yeah. it. I, uh, I, uh, uh, I, uh, uh, I, I got five. I drew. Drew. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. High five, mate. High five.
3: I'm <laughs> going to bed. Why, F, why F Man United. <laughs> <laughs> F Man United, F Ollie, F Ed Woodworth, F the Glazers, F them all. Fuck them all.
0: All right, people. Thanks for listening. Please follow us on Instagram. Uh, Red Divided to our Red Divided. Um, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And yeah, we'll see you next week. We out. Peace.
1: Peace.
0: Peace. Thank you.